1: late night health continues. I'm Mark Allen, the insane Daryl Wayne at the board, pushing all the magic buttons, doing things that if I did, it would sound like this. Anyway, uh, that was a a moment of silence. Uh, Dr. Gary Glassman, uh, we're talking about kids, especially babies. What about gum disease? Now, You know, those of us who are baby boomers have a certain amount of gum disease, apparently, just because we're getting older. What about gum disease in young kids caused by fruit juice?
2: Well, I'm not sure their gum disease itself can be caused by fruit juice itself. um, But it can be a mitigating factor because if you're drinking a lot of fruit juice and you're missing out on other more nutritionally balanced things like fruits, like fruits actually that have fiber in it where the sugars are sort of in in the fiber and, and proper vegetables, if you decrease your nutrition, that can't affect your gums.
1: And obviously a baby can't eat a carrot or a nectarine, which are in season right now, mm-hmm. uh, or peaches or plums or anything like that. But after that first year you know, of, of life, maybe a year and a half of breastfeeding, are fruits okay for for babies and their their forthcoming teeth?
2: Well, whole fruit is is less of a pure a uh, pure sugar intake and uh, we want kids to learn how to eat fresh fruits um, because uh, if you assume fruit juice is equivalent to fruit, then you, then, then the parents and obviously for their kids are not getting the proper message and it's really really important that once the sugars are sort of entrapped in fiber, it's uh, it's a lot better than drinking what really is Pure sugar.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even with uh, orange juice, as I said, I kind of water mine down uh, probably by 20%. Is that a good thing to do?
2: Yeah, definitely better to water it down than to actually, you know, drink a pure glass of orange juice. Although it tastes great, you're getting 100% sugar coming into your teeth and just bathing it. So, yeah, I think what you're doing is is a
1: good compromise
2: if you're going to drink the fruit juice.
1: Do you drink fruit juice at all?
2: I do not actually. I don't I drink a lot of water.
1: And do you floss 3 times a day? I
2: floss twice a day. Twice I'll be honest a- with you. I <laughs> floss twice a day. Okay. But I really only eat maybe twice a day too. I floss in the morning, I have a little bit to eat um during the day and then I uh I floss before I go to bed at night.
1: And you probably work out 4 times a week. <laughs> I try
2: to. Okay. I really try to.
1: With with um are there any studies, whoops, are there any studies um, with the gums and fruit juice uh, that uh, make gums more uh, uh, susceptible to infection in later life?
2: Offhand, I really don't have that study at my fingertips.
1: Okay, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. It would seem to me that that would do, to do it. In our remaining couple of minutes, why do people hate going to the dentist?
2: You know, going to the dentist is associated with pain, and patients are afraid, either from what they've heard or what they've experienced in the past. And it's past experience, which always deters people. But with modern dentistry right now and the way we can administer it painlessly, lower the lights, the sounds aren't the same, the smells aren't the same as they used to be, certainly when I was a kid, you know, kids should really have no reason to be deterred from going to the dentist.
1: But even adults have fear of dentists. Is it it the pain? I mean, I remember in the 50s and 60s, Darryl, you remember the commercials here in Southern California, you know, pain-free dentists, and we'll put you out and all that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Well,
2: I mean, uh, after they get a certain amount of Novocaine in you, you probably don't feel the pain. It's the the, the needle and getting the Novocaine there that uh, sometimes uh, could be painful. And it's always the thought too, of of going to the dentist and the uncertainty of whether whether they're going to experience pain or not. And one of the things we do in our office is really alleviate that fear. And you can do it in many ways. Um, Previous experience, soft talking, lower the lights, nice music. Sure we do sedation, nitrous oxide sedation, oral sedation, and we do work with anesthetists that can actually put our patients to sleep in the most extreme cases in order to make things go as smoothly as possible.
1: They do that with animals. (laughs) <laughs> For their dental care, why not people? Right?
2: Sure, why not? Well, you certainly don't want a saber-toothed tiger to be awake when you're doing root canal on their canine tooth. Do you, do are
1: do they do that?
2: Of course, of course. There are there are there are veterinarians that just do dentistry. I spoke to a group of veterinary dentists, the veter- Veterinary Dental Society in Seattle, Washington a couple of years ago, and the room was filled with I'd say probably a thousand veterinary dentists, and the most common procedure they do are
1: root canals on the canine teeth of dogs. That is amazing. You were going to say something Darren?
2: Here uh, locally at Moore Park College, they have a, a specialty program for um, animal and uh, right uh, veterinary and, and dentistry for
1: animals. Well, wow, I didn't realize. I know that they have uh, they have one of the leading uh, schools for animal training and taking care of, and people even vets try to get into this program. It's been going on for years.
2: And what's incredible is that uh, people will often take better care of their pets than they do of themselves.
1: Absolutely, they also spend more time thinking about what kind of car to buy than taking care of their own bodies. <laughs> got it, uh, Dr. Gary Glassman. Thank you very much. Pleasure speaking with you,
2: gentlemen. It was a pleasure. Have yourself a great day.
1: You too, sir. Thank you, Dr. Bye-bye. Gary Glassman, uh, talking about fruit juice and sugar in for kids and and adults. All right, coming up next, we. Stay on the topic of oral health as we talk to Sabrina Madrid Katz in New York City. Don't go away as Late Night Health continues and join us at LateNightHealth.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at EBCouncil.com.